tracks working like I'm George Jones Smoke rolling out the window And ice cold beer sitting in the console Hey, this is All Over the Road with Pirate and Chewy. This is show number 11, recorded on November 5th, 2023. How you doing today, Pirate? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Chewbacca, how you feeling, man? I, I am I am outstanding. I, th- I think the Bucks just won. We were doing show prep, <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I, so yeah, I missed you. I, I need you, a check here. You, I was going to do a little checkup. I'll check while you're yeah, you know, yeah. So, in here. Yeah, exactly. So our, our, our introduction here are like the normal stuff. But yeah, um, welcome to show number 11. And uh, we are on www.akibonaradio.com. And you can email us at akibonaradio at gmail.com. Look for us on X or Twitter, because I still don't know what to call it. And we can be you can be on the uh, email distribution list at akibonaradio at gmail.com if you choose to be. And we are on Facebook, Facebook. Just look for uh, All Over the Road with uh, Pirate and Chewbacca. So uh, we had daylight savings time today. And you know what was weird about that? I usually pay attention to it. I had no clue. So I woke up this morning um feeling a little out of place because really? yeah because um i i helped a friend move yesterday and it was an all-day thing and you know how it is with moving you know what was only supposed to take a few hours turned into an never, all-day affair never is way it's supposed to be with yeah them. yeah well, and that's the thing it's like um i go ahead and just plan the whole day even even though i was told oh it'll only be a few hours it turned into all day and they bought lunch and everything, so I'm not complaining about that. I just didn't have any other plans, so I was more than eager to help out a friend. And um, I, I, I'm feeling just slightly under the weather a little bit. So I was like, you know what? After I got off the phone with you last night, I said, I'm going to turn in early. I took some NyQuil. I slept solid. I wake up this morning, and the grandfather clock said 945, and I was like, Oh crap, I'm late because every Sunday morning I work out with a buddy of mine. We do we do the hit and I thought it was late, so I get ready to go text him and I notice there's not a text from him cuz usually he would text me, "Hey man, we working out today or what?" I didn't see a text and then in the upper left-hand corner of my phone, it was an hour back. I'm like, "Oh crap." It's only seven forty-five, not eight <laughs> forty-five. So I, so I felt a little uh, out of place this morning. You know, I was just like, "Man, what the, what no, the heck is going on?" I, I mean, how about you? Look forward to uh, this time of year. Um, well, it has been nice. I mean, the the weather has been cool, and it's not as hot. I look hot. forward to the cooler. Less sunlight means less heat. Right. Less sunlight means time to clock out, and go home earlier. Yeah. Well, so. the, well, the funny thing is with me is I always do better with spring forward, which is weird because you basically lose an hour, right? Where most people love the fall back, you know, you, you gain an hour of sleep. Well, I guess my body needed it because I took advantage of it. But uh, I mean, I feel good, though. I mean, everything's fine. Just a little, little nasal drip here going no big deal. But well, I mean, it takes time to get yourself adjusted and get yourself back into a different routine with you know, an hour back or in the summertime, an hour forward. Yeah, it you does. Know, it, it, does really, it, it takes does. about a week to get yourself kind of figured and, it and out. And ain't it weird because it's only, it's only an hour. So why, why does that throw you off so much? You know, but I do look forward to having a uh, more sunshine in the morning. Now I kind of like both. I, I like, I mean, what do you feel about daylight savings time? 
So I don't like the sunshine in the morning. Okay, so you you are for daylight savings time. So that's when we spring forward. And I don't like the the only thing I don't like about the the daylight savings time is the fact that it stays sunny so late in the evening. So you do you don't like daylight savings time. I oh, think you're mixing it. Here's what I like. Okay. <laughs> if I could pick my own, you, you're confusing me if here, I could man. Pick pirate saving time. Here's what I pick. Okay. Okay. When I wake up at 5 a.m. and I'm on the road around 5:50, whatever I time I leave, 5:55. Yeah. I don't want it to be sunny out because I feel like I'm holy smokes. The, the day started already. Right. I want to get to work when it's dark. I feel comfortable about the day getting started. I still. A now, bit of air of peaceness because people aren't scrambling too much aren't yet. Scrambling yet, yes. Okay. So, so but when it's sunny out already, there's people out. You're, 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 you feel like you're already late getting to work. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, the other thing is with the when the sun staying out so late, it just, I mean, it's it's good like if you got stuff to do in the evening. But mm-hmm. around yeah. here in Florida, it's miserable when it's still sunny out. So. I just hate when I get home from work at five in the afternoon and it's still 95 degrees because the sun is blaring. Okay. But versus this, you know, when the sun goes down a little bit earlier, like it did like a, a month ago, that the sunlight temperature started to get lower earlier. Yeah. You could actually do stuff in the garage or out in the yeah. yard. Well, well, the the idea of daylight savings time and the reason why we spring forward that hour is because in the spring and the summertime, at seven, eight o'clock at night, we the sun is still out, so it makes people more productive. So you saying you don't like that sun being out that late? No, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm not farming in a field. So. Okay, okay. And so so you don't like daylight savings no, time. You like real time because yes. we're now we're on real time. Yeah, real time's better. Okay, I'm the weirdo then, I guess, because I like daylight savings time. I like seeing the sun out to eight o'clock at night. Yeah, I mean, to me, it don't make no difference. I mean. The problem is, is the quicker the sunlight goes down, the quicker I can get people into my shop and off the clock. Okay. In the <laughs> With, summertime, things are growing. Right. Which, you, which you're going to have now because by six o'clock, we're going to be dark. Oh, yeah. It starts getting about four o'clock. You start noticing it. Yeah. But, but but at least at like five, five thirty, the, the, the sun is still out or sunset because people think even when the sun sets that there's no more light. No, we still get another good 15 20 minutes of, the only of thing light. I, I don't like, and I don't want to sound like some complaining ass old son. No, of no, I'm just, we're, we're just, we're just I, going I, back and forth here. Driving in the dark sometimes as I'm getting older is a little bit pain in the ass. I have so, noticed that and too. Especially around here. It's a pain in the ass. Cause there's so many son of a bitches living here. That mm-hmm. when you're driving down the road at night at five o'clock, it's dark and it's a traffic jam. It's hard to see, you know? Well, and that's, that's the challenge in any town because five o'clock is what, prime time driving home i yes. mean that's rush hour yeah i mean yeah i don't care where you live you know yeah. even in morgantown west virginia dude i've seen five o'clock morgantown west virginia traffic and i was like okay even up here in the hills of uh, the appalachians uh people are ready to go home hey it's five o'clock time to go yeah, home and, right and then so what i'll have to do sometimes this time of year is sit at the shop for like another 30 or 40 minutes mm-hmm. and wait for yeah because it's make not it's not worth getting in the car i mean even when i was commuting to work i always was like a seven to four guy because i wanted to beat traffic a little bit and it turns out even being a seven to four guy doesn't matter anymore uh, the, the roads are the roads are just by 2 30 when school lets out it's ruined yeah 
Oh yeah, everyone's on the road. Everyone's on the road. They're wrecking, cut people off. Yeah, driving like they're drag racers, and it's it just uh, you, you you can't get anywhere. Yeah, but I I do look forward to the the more and I it's weird. I I kind of like both. I do look forward to um, the mornings being a normal morning now because I already checked the time yesterday. I said I think uh, first light is like six forty five, and I'm like, nah, that's that's pretty nice. I mean, if you're a walker or bicycle guy, that's you, me. You I'm, I'm a morning exercise and, guy. And it's it's safer to be out at that time when the sun is out. Right, right. I don't like walking in the dark. Yeah. And you then, know, and for exercise, no, I mean. it's not good because you, I've, done, I've done it before. It's dangerous, you know, if you're on a dark road and mm-hmm. especially where I live, I'm out in the woods, you know. I don't want to walk out there and somebody come and plow me down, you know. Right. Oh, no, that's what, that's, that's, that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then. You know, the other good thing is, I guess if you really had stuff to do early in the morning and the sunlight is out, it's good. But I guess just well, to- you're productive one way or another, because it's kind of funny how they're playing around with the with the daylight time. Hence the daylight savings, because we, we are more productive when the, when the sun is out. But you're kind of trading off one for the other, because if you're an early riser like myself, you're getting it done regardless. Right. So you're 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 taking advantage of that twelve to fourteen hours of daylight, and all they're doing is shifting things around. Because um, the thing is, is like most people are not morning people. So by doing the daylight savings time in the spring and the summertime, you know the sun comes up later in the morning, but then it means it stays out later in the evening. I mean, heck, one time I was up in OH ten, and we went to Cedar Point, and I was driving back, and I I was like, hey. What time is it? I have to ask my buddy and, uh, you know, Toledo, what's his face? We won't say his name because we try not to do the name thing here. But I was like, hey, man, what time is it? His name Jim, I think. Uh, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just go with Toledo Jim. Um, yeah, Toledo Jim. And I was like, hey, what time is it? And he goes, oh, it's 930. I was like, 930 at night? The dang sun is still out, man. What the, what the heck? You know, when we were driving east because, you know, uh, Toledo is west or I'm, I'm sorry, we we're driving west. Toledo's west of Cedar Point. Sandusky is where. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, we went from Sandusky. I was blown away to still see in the summertime the sun was still out that late because we don't even get that down here well, in Florida. You're absolutely right because the farther north you go, the earth um, tilts the tilt. in the summertime. The right. equator is more geared towards the little bit lower. So the, the southern hemisphere is in wintertime. Yeah. When the northern hemisphere is in summertime. Right. Right. So up in Michigan, Ohio, New York, all them places, they're having, you know, their warmer weather, June, July, August, and that's when the sunlight is yeah. out the longest. Well, hell, Alaska stays at some point 24-hour sunlight. 24 hours. the top of the earth is pointing. Yeah, it's all, the, it's all that angle, the tilt, to yes. whatever. And, the, and the, the, the hell, they have the aurora borealis at yeah, that Yeah, you can time. see them at night. Yeah. But, but I had been up north a few times in the wintertime, and what blows me away up there by four thirty, it's done. Pitch black. It's done. It's like wow. Yeah. Because at least, at least here during normal time, as I like to call, we still got sun to about, or at least we still got light to about six o'clock, six p.m. And then, and then we're dark. You know, so that and that's when you're unwinding, anyways. You know, you're ready to yeah, go. Here, we're you know the thing is, we live close to the equator, kind of. So we get more sun. Yeah, we get sun all the time. Right. I don't even know if daylight savings time even. A, applies well we're, we're one of the few countries that actually do it so there's a, a argument out there going hey and there are people who say hey i'm you know i, I it, it's kind of a wah wah thing you gotta adjust your clocks well you don't have to do it with your phones these days they're automatic and my phone in a way saved me our cell phones 
Um, but people complain about, oh, I got to change the clocks twice a year. Oh, my God, so much work. And it's really not. But I, I get why people say, can we just stick to one time? Because it is a little annoying. Because like you just said, it takes you a week to get used to it. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. Well, I've got about two weeks worth of I already started it last week. Sprinkler controllers have to be. And, and it, I mean, it's not a big deal. Yeah, but I've got to go and adjust. But it's one of those biannual things you have to do. I've got to go and adjust sprinkler controllers, lighting timers, because technology only has a few. Believe it or not, you wouldn't think phones do it already. Right. But the sprinkler manufacturers. That yeah. My cars are still manual. I still have to change yeah, the clocks the on my cars. Clock oh, yeah. That, that doesn't happen now automatically. My time clock in my shop is atomic clock. Okay. Oh, really? You got the atomic I clock. Got the atomic. Man, you're you're like balls on accurate. Yeah, <laughs> it, it it actually is better than the cell phone time. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to tell my guys, hey, if you follow your cell phone, you'll be late. Uh, wow. Yeah, wow. you need to follow the, the, the set your, you know, set I don't your, even know if you can set your. No, you can't. You can't even change the phone time anymore. I think years ago you could. Yeah. You, you had the flip phone. Yeah, the flip phone, it would let you do the manual manual clock. These. Nope. I really liked the flip phone. Flip phone. A lot of a lot of people are going back to it. You know, yeah, it was adjustable. Right. Well, I mean, because of my work, I have to keep this. But I, you know, the same thing is, I don't let myself get too distracted with my cell phone. I mean, because my cell phone is also my MP3. I've got thousands of songs on here. So when I'm in the car and I want to play music through the Bluetooth, I mean, heck, this show's music is played through the Bluetooth. Yeah. So so using a little bit of the modern conveniences. But yeah. I do, in a way, miss the cell phones. I wish other people who don't know how to read the room and pay attention would get flip phones because they wouldn't be on their phones like they always were. They won't be walking around with zombies with their phone in I their face. I think there should only be two phones, the iPhone and the flip phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're going to piss off You're gonna piss off all the droid people because we do we do get these little spats back and forth. It's so funny. I mean, it, it, it's, it's petty, but it's funny. I don't get bent out of shape over it. I know people who absolutely hate iPhone and... I don't hate Droid. I just don't have any frame of reference to it. I became an Apple guy, and then people give me crap. They're like, oh, that's all you do is buy Apple. And I'm well, like, I had a couple of them so called Droids. Yeah. Back in the I've day. Had LGs and Motorola. And those are Droid. The, the, the operating system is a little droid yeah, because a little this is a picture of a little robot on the. Yeah, because this is iOS. Yeah, the robot, the green, the, droid. the green robot is the droid. It's the droid boy. Logo. Yeah, yeah, this is this is what we have now is iOS. Yeah. My, my mm -hmm. iPad is iPad OS, but yeah. it's all still Apple. Yeah. And, uh, but no, anyway. So, yeah, no, on daylight savings time, man. I was just uh, interested to get your opinion on it because. Um, I you, mean, it was invented, some say, by Ben Franklin. Yes, that's the story I heard. And I think they did it during the industrialization years to kind of save lights and be more productive on part of that is energy. They, they, they say we use energy less energy and yeah. during, during the candle years to save wax and candles <laughs> during the electrical years, the wax years when, when the United States actually built shit, it actually was to save energy. Right. And then maybe back in the horse and buggy days, it was so everybody, cause back in those days we were farmers there wasn't Publix on every corner. You had to farm your own food. If you didn't, you did not survive. Yeah. So yeah. basically, uh, in those days, they they made it, uh, you know, they had the farmer's almanac. They knew how, they knew everything about the weather, when the moon was coming, when the full moon was coming, and, yeah. and, and when the sun came down, when the sun went up. And pretty much, 
that was so you know we were more productive as farmers yeah you know they, they didn't want the sun to go down at five o'clock because all these farmers would be bitching hell i need to plow the other field today and it's already you know nighttime i need you know get up earlier right, and right. so they decided you know hey let's make this daylight savings time a thing and and, and you know this it, is, it just seems like it annoys more people than it benefits now well, nowadays nobody's farming People are sleeping. I mean, we have farmers, but it's not on the scale it used to be. No, dude, it was just we don't farm that much like we used to. And then, you know, most people sleep in. People don't go anywhere. It's, it's, you know, there aren't nothing. There's not a lot of factories here. It's just mainly warehouses. And those, hell, some of these warehouses nowadays have automatic lights where they turn on and shut off. Yeah. If no one's in the area. Right. 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 Yeah. That. that hey, that's energy savings in I itself. I was in the uh, Win Dixie the other day and. The whole aisle was dark in the frozen foods, and as soon as I came in there, it turned on. Flash. Yeah, I know. I know. This Publix is doing the same thing. If somebody doesn't walk down there for so many minutes, it turns off. Off. The I mean, light. that's so. The we're, same we're, thing is, right. We're doing other things to save it. Yeah, energy. I mean, right. Saving energy. It, it yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So, all right. Well, cool. Let's 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 get into um. We'll get into some news. Sure. Let's do it. <laughs> Well, this is Captain D reporting here, a.k.a. Pirate. <laughs> there is definitely police in the house, according to that sound bite there. All right. <laughs> or or did you want the other uh, sound effect, this one? <laughs> I don't know. I, I have that, to still figure out like how to... Jamaican p- club siren. Yeah, I was, yeah. well, that sounded like more like the club siren. Yeah, have to probably get some better uh, uh, sirens down the road for sound bites. But, right. Uh, yeah, so the Ohio car theft suspect, he was foiled by quick thinking by the forklift operator that held him 20 feet in the air. And this happened at Arlington Auto Wrecking, which is in Arlington, which is near Akron, Ohio. I've been to Arlington before, this little town there south of Akron. So the man in Ohio sat in the uh, car about 20 feet above ground, and he allegedly tried to steal the vehicle from the wrecking yard. And so the uh, using a forklift. No, he tried to steal the car. Uh huh. Allegedly. So here's what happened: the forklift driver was working in the yard. This was during business hours, by the way. Okay, I, I think I know where you're going with this, but keep going because I'm about to laugh my ass off. This guy must be a dumbass extraordinaire because okay. <laughs> who the hell goes to the place while people? I mean, I, I guess it can happen, but yep. he he's there when everybody's working. The forklift is there. The son of a bitch gets in the car. I guess they get him delivered. They're they're like junkers, you know. Yeah. And he he got in it, fired it up, started to drive, and the forklift driver said, "Oh hell no!" Drove the forklift as fast as he could over there, picked the car up from the side, <laughs> lifted it up as far as the forklift can go. I guess about twenty feet with the dude in the car. With the dude in the car, and then <laughs> the the loader driver he then called nine one one and he said he was going to report the theft. And he said, this car is bouncing and getting ready to flip off the forklift. Better get somebody down here now. So, so he was scared that uh, this forklift operator is going to hurt him, even though he was there to steal a car. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, <laughs> no, this was the loader driver. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. He yeah, called yeah, it. Yeah. But that's funny. He got over there fast enough because, you know, forklifts don't drive that fast. No, he had a big one. It was one of them dually front wheel gimmicks with the big wheels and all that. Oh, kind of like these on boats and, and stuff. everything. Had oh, okay, big okay. Forks. You know, they lift up like two or three cars at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You ever been to like a wrecking yard like oh, that? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so 
Yeah, so the lady uh, on the 911 operator, she said, we'll get somebody over there, and the sheriff came over, and and um, so they arrested uh, uh, 26-year-old Alexander Funk. Well, obviously, they had to bring him down. <laughs> well. <laughs> Bet you he was crapping himself. Yeah, I think he was. And then, uh, so this is actually um, the, the first time he was actually caught for this, but it was actually the third incident for Mr. Funk. Mm-hmm involving theft at this actual yard because he was never caught before oh and that was his bold, so he that was tried his, right it was and boldness were, and they were looking for him constantly like on the lookout you know to keep an eye out is this guy gonna try it again and after the second time they were pissed off you know they were saying hey this guy's been here in this yard before and he's tried to steal cars wow and parts as well wow well i i hope he uh doesn't come back anymore well, no, because he was charged with criminal trespassing and possessing criminal tools. And hopefully this forklift operator won't uh, get any charges. Because, you, you, you know, these days they can pull the, well, he endangered my life now, blah, blah, blah. Turn it around. You know how it is. You know, the the victim, the, the it seems like in this world we live in now, the perpetrator turns into the victim. And you have people that side with him, which is amazing. Yeah, I know how that goes. But actually, he was a hero, so... Yeah, I think he was. No, that's 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 awesome. Anybody that stops some guy from getting out, and, you know, who knows what that feller was going to do? He could have been going out to right. get a, get that car and go go rob a bank and kill people. You know, and and now now that uh, junkyard has the reputation of if you try to steal something, they'll forklift you. Damn straight, they will. Arlington <laughs> wreck auto wrecking. Man, that's awesome. All right, Masters of the Air World War II miniseries set to debut on Apple TV Plus in January. I'm kind of moving around my iPad here. I got this big old microphone, but you guys can hear me. You can hear me okay, right? I can hear you, Chewy. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, the Masters of the Air is going to be produced by the same team behind Band of Brothers and the Pacific. And just to give you a quick recap on that, Band of Brothers was about an army unit in the European theater during World War II. Great series, by the way. I love it. Love Band of Brothers. Love the music in it. And uh, even being a Marine myself, I can still appreciate the other branches. And then several years later, they came out with the Pacific, which was about the Marines, because most Marines were, were in the Pacific. They weren't in, uh, they weren't in Europe at all. But it's going to be a nine-episode miniseries um, on, based on Donald L. Miller's book. Um, and the story follows... The 100th Bomb Group, uh, the Bloody 100th, on a perilous bombing mission over Nazi Germany, depicting their challenge in extreme conditions and the emotional toll as it continued, um, as it contributed to defending the or defeating the, the uh, Third Reich. So we're, we're going to be back in Europe on this one, but I, I love anything World War II. But it's going to be uh, produced by Apple Studios with Steven Spielberg, the legendary Steven Spielberg, Tom Hanks, and Gary Goetzman. Um, Tom Hanks is not starring in this, though. He 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 has been a producer behind the other two series. Um, He's producing, probably directing or something. He, he probably could, yeah. Maybe. He prob probably can Maybe. do that. Um, but here here's what's interesting: the guy who played Elvis, Austin Butler, is going to be one of the main stars in it. Oh yeah, so yeah. He did a great job with Elvis, didn't he? Yeah. You know, that was yeah. that was a good movie, man. I really yeah. I really appreciate. Yeah. Elvis it. was a great movie. The only thing that was a crazy movie is. Um, like in the middle of the movie, they just started playing that music that just said. When he was cruising Memphis, they yeah. started playing rap music, yeah, and I was like, well, "Just because you're hanging out with black people doesn't mean you automatically play rap music." And this was the '50s, so talk about being inaccurate as crap. 
Yeah, I noticed yeah, that I, too. It didn't make sense in that movie. But it didn't ruin the movie for me, though. I still thought he did a. No, it just it stands out in my head. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought, yeah, yeah. But so, like, there's no way this matches with this movie. Yeah. But here's the follow up here Masters of the Air is the latest in the line of the World War II miniseries that also includes Band of Brothers in the Pacific. Both Emmy winning series I've were made for HBO. Movie. Yeah, they were made for HBO. Master of the Air was initially developed for HBO. But moved on to Apple, so they yeah, so they said sometime in January, and I'm a plain guy, so I'm I am highly looking Might forward. Might have to uh, up my uh, Apple membership and get the uh, Apple TV. It's Apple TV Plus. Yeah, I have to get that. So yeah. another subscription service. Out of all the subscription service, it's one of those subscription services I have not got onto yet because I've got all these other shows to watch, and it's like. People telling me about Ted Lasso. Um, there's some Jennifer Aniston show about news. Um, they're, they're, they said there's a bunch of good shows on Apple. Um, they said uh, C with Jason Momoa is pretty good. It's about a bunch of blind people. I, I was like, but sounds stupid. But the tra- based on the trailers, I was like, it kind of looked. I watched good. a few of the Apple, the free stuff. Yeah, yeah. There is some free TV on Apple. There is. There is. And, but um, you have to get Apple TV Plus to watch this. I probably will be getting it for that. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll wait for it to come out and see what they say and see if people are really talking a lot about it. Right. If it seems like it's a good deal, then I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I'm 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 looking forward to it, and um, I'm just they didn't give any details of exactly what plane. So me you being know a what? plane. Anytime Tom Hanks's name is attached to something, I don't care what movie it is. It's always been great. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Even though he's working behind the scenes on this one. Um, I mean, he's done so many projects that have been great. Yeah. I mean, Saving, Private, Saving Private Ryan has been a phenomenal movie, my, man. My favorite movie of all time, man. I mean, Forrest Gump, another oh, yeah. phenomenal movie. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, he's done other movies as well. I mean, that last one he did, it was a cowboy movie a while back, a News World. That was phenomenal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Saving Private Ryan was my number one favorite movie. People automatically assume Star Wars. Well, the second one is Empire Strikes Back is my second favorite movie of all time. I like but Empire Strikes but, uh, Back. But no, uh, Saving Private Ryan, something about that movie just moves me every time. So no, uh, definitely look for some uh, reviews on the show when that comes out on our, on our other segment. You know, what are we watching right yeah, now? We'll, we'll definitely which, bring that up. Which I'll tease you. I got another one for later in the show, what we are watching. But uh, yeah, we'll move on. Florida Man Stories in the News with <laughs> Captain Pirate. A captain pirate. The captain yeah. here, and I've yeah. got some Florida man stories. Yes, yes. Am I not the captain of this ship? <laughs> <laughs> I lied to you. I had one. I thought that was a perfect timing to throw in a little Captain Jack Sparrow, Aye. since uh, you, you know, since we're since we have it. So yeah, no, I was able to program a couple things. So I wanted to uh, hold that off to you because pirates are smiling ear to ear right now because he is it. a pirate, and we both love Captain Jack I love Sparrow. Captain Jack. <laughs> yeah. So what, what do you got here for Florida well, News? You're going to love this story. Oh, here. boy. I can't wait. Florida sure News. You listeners, you guys have got to hear this shit. <laughs> Florida man tried to circumcise toddler cousin that he was babysitting. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> this takes place in Holly Hill, Florida. Oh, my God. Which is Why? north of Hillbilly Why? Tona. Oh. Know where Hillbilly Tona is? Yeah, yeah. Yep. The East Coast is it's is a little... Armpit of Florida. So some, yeah, yeah. So the Holly Hill Police Department says Timothos, never heard of this name, Powell, 29 years old, allegedly cut his two-year-old cousin in the groin while he was babysitting him on October 17th. Mm, so a babysitter decided to circumcise a kid. 
Yeah, and and this yeah, he was trying to circumcise him. <laughs> and so Powell was actually Ouch. babysitting the toddler while his mother, which was a, a relative of his, doesn't state, but he was working. She was working when this incident happened, and Powell's uh, parents were sleeping, so he must be one of them dudes that just lives at home at age twenty nine. So um, Powell, I'm sure unemployed that too. So Powell then called uh, the boy's mother around 7 p.m. and said that his son was bleeding from his penis area and that glass had gotten into his diaper somehow. Ow, God, this is just cringe, man. Yeah. And Powell said that he attempted to wipe the glass off, but wiped it profusely and it caused the skin to break. Oh, so um, the toddler was then treated at the hospital and the skin was then glued to back together. So he got uncircumcised? Yeah. They had to glue some of the skin on his groin and his penis, like glue it to the way it needed to be. Oh, my gosh. And then um, so after this all went down, the police then decided they would, they, they thought this was abuse, so they were going to consult with an advanced practice nurse from the child protection team. And she confirmed the child abuse had taken place, of course, and that the lacerations on the toddler's groin area was too, too clean and precise to be an accident. Oh, of course. It was very clean. I mean, usually with glass, it's jagged or it's going to be random. Well, you, you don't go you don't go around touching anybody's junk. I don't care if you're a kid or a man and say that's an accident. Yeah, and, and this, no. this no, no, mother no. actually had cameras in the house, mm -hmm. and so he was actually seen earlier in that day yelling and threatening the boy. Uh, to, if he didn't shut up, he was going to put soap in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's a little old school. That's like Ralphie in, uh, you know, A Christmas Story. You know, he, he he said the word fudge. Of course, he didn't say fudge, but that's how we saw it in the movie. We know what he said. So he got so the soap in the mouth. So he is in the uh, Holly Hill Police Department jail on no on bail, but a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand dollar bail and bail has not been posted. Which which he uh which he does not have because I was just about to ask. There had to be some kind of arrest here, man. I mean, and, and how old was this kid again? Two. Oh my god, man. That's and just... that goes to show if you're a mother or a parent. Careful who you let you who you, you let need babysit. To be careful who you leave your your children with that are underage. Yeah. You know, you don't leave them with people that are already irresponsible. Right. Right, right. I right. mean, this kid doesn't have a place of his own. He's, he's unemployed. That's not responsible. No. And you have to be careful. Probably on drugs. That too. Yeah, yeah. So, so I know you got more. Okay, so Squatter was spotted cruising in a homeowner's car after setting up game room in home. Hmm. Yeah. Convenient. He was setting up a chewy cheese in this guy's home. <laughs> <laughs> but he he wasn't supposed to be there. No, when you're a squatter. Right. You're, you're, happens, you're living there for free. This happens a lot, apparently, in Florida. We have snowbirds. Mm -hmm. Snowbirds, for all of y'all or in other parts of the country, are folks that come from the north, like Pennsylvania or Ohio or Indiana, wherever. And they're going to come down here and live for the spring and or maybe the winter. Mm -hmm. And then summertime, head on back. And then their house stays dormant for the rest of the year, empty. Right, right. And then we always have a lot of uh, seedy characters in this area of Florida. So we've got plenty of them 
around here. So they're just going to see your house being dark all the time and they're going to move on in. And this is why we do Florida news because it's always the wacko news, ain't it? Plenty of them around here. So here's what happened. This alleged, alleged squatter was in Fort Myers. He was arrested after making himself uh, cozy in this home and setting up a PlayStation in the bedroom and driving the home homeowner's car um, throughout town. Emmanuel Pierce, mm-hmm. Pierre, Pierre, sorry, 25 years old. The homeowner had seen the thermostat temperature had been adjusted. The homeowner lives out of state. They did not know. They did not say what state. And he actually has one of those smart thermostats, and he received a, a notification, Chewy. That it was changed. Can you imagine? Oh, and see, that's where technology helps things. That's where it helps out. Because it, it makes you let you know, hey, something's off Sometimes here. I hate on technology, but I started thinking when I heard this story. I got a love-hate thing for tech. You know. I do. Yeah, I, I, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, you know what? If that guy didn't have this. He would have never known. He would have never known. Right. Who knows what would happen to the house. So, um, that's when the homeowner started to do his own sleuthing, got on a plane, flew down, and he got a rental car and started driving around and watching, and he seen Pierce driving his car around town and followed it back to his house. Yeah. The garage door opened. Pierce put Pier, put the car in the garage, shut the door, and that's when the homeowner blocked the garage from ever having the car leave again. Mm-hmm. And he then dialed 911, and multiple neighbors then came out of their homes. Oh, sure. They want to watch. What's going and on? when Pierre came out, they surrounded him. Ooh. And they apprehended him. And, a little bit of a posse here. And they held his ass down until the sheriffs arrived and arrested him. Wow. And he is good, in the good for the neighbor. Fort Myers jail on bond. But my question <laughs> is, and you probably don't know this, the neighbors didn't notice anything funny going on over there and called the cops on their own? Yeah, that's what that's or or was it like, oh, we see something going on. Let's all help out now. You know, I forgot the word for that, but there's a kind of like a, you know, uh, it's just like they, as soon as somebody else acts, they kind of follow along. No, I don't want to call it sheep. It's not sheep. It's just like somebody, you know, follows up on action, and then it's like, oh, I'm going to do it too. You know, well, I keep an eye on folks in my neighborhood, whether I like the people or not, and I I, I keep an eye on a handful of houses. I don't live close to a lot of people, but I can. I can see, you know, up the street. Five, yeah, you know, well, being a good neighbor, neighbor, you know, something's off. And if I hear things, I, I you know, that don't sound right, I check it out. Right. You right. know, especially if it's in the middle of the night, I, I've come out and um, checked on things, and you know, turn on lights, shine lights, or jumped in my truck. That's what you're supposed to do. But there's a lot of people they just they don't pay attention, or they got the damn TV up so loud they don't hear uh, nothing. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and and that, that's the problem. People don't pay attention of their surroundings, and you know. Well, speaking, speaking of TV, I'm going to have to put on a foosball game because I thought something else was coming on. we got sailing on right now. <laughs> oh, Peter Pan would be happy. <laughs> Peter Pan, your your sport is on TV. Uh, yeah, look, and it's a it's a catamaran, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a catamaran. <laughs> so here's the next story here in Florida. You, you ready got, for you, it? You today? got three, right? You got oh, three. Man. There? there was there was many more. I just you, you chose three. Pick the three best ones. Put it out, man. I I, so I love it and the, hate it again. This you one know. is the story of the week. Oh boy! <laughs> Booty patrol causes chaos on Florida streets. Booty patrol. What is yeah. a booty patrol? He's looking for booty. <laughs> booty. <laughs> Pirate booty. All right. So they're uh, they're they're trying to prostitute. No. No. He's a patrol car. What he is, is he's got a pickup truck. He's got um, 
green stripes like the Border Patrol. Okay. And it says Booty Patrol. <laughs> it actually says Booty Patrol. It says Booty Patrol. <laughs> okay. He had some uh, vanity plate on the back. I, I, I couldn't try to figure out what they were trying to say. but um, And he had red and blue lights on the roof and in the windshield. Wow. Wow. And so they were looking for this feller for a while because they heard reports of the Booty Patrol truck going up and down the roads of DeSoto County. So legitimate Booty Patrol. Yes, this is a Booty Patrol. He's looking for some booty. Okay. All right. Yeah. And uh, maybe you need to put this on your vehicle. All right. Well, so, he, so he was trying to solicit a prostitute? No, or? he's not soliciting prostitutes. He's just going to pull people over and say, show me your booty. <laughs> See, I was wondering where you were going with this. I was like, I'm still like trying to well, wrap my head. Booty patrol. He's well, patrolling well, booty. I get it, but I didn't. I'm like, what the heck is a booty patrol? He's looking for booty. He's so, gonna, so just pull over and show me your booty. I mean, he's yeah. If the booty's too big, he gives him a citation. I guess <laughs> get a ticket for hauling too much junk. <laughs> oh my gosh! Or either that, if the booty's too small, you get a, a you know another ticket for. Uh, but what if it, what if it's drunk. good? Do you get a do you get a smack as like, hey, congratulations, I you got know a nice how booty? He knows yeah, if the booty's for real or not, a real booty <laughs> might have those implants in it. Yeah, they might pop. Yeah, I mean, wow, so, <laughs> that's freaking great. Yeah, so he has been apprehended. Oh, that's too bad. He was not arrested. But he was given a citation. Yeah, take that shit off your car. He was using the red and blue lights that his truck was equipped with. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to do that. You're not law enforcement. No. And he had booty patrol, of course, plastered on the side. And he's allowed to keep that, but not red and blue lights. Right, right. So the sheriff uh, put out a post for awareness. (laughs) And I'm sure they posted on several social media sites. And they were asking for anyone that got pulled over recently by the booty patrol to please come forward to the DeSoto County Sheriff's office. And so far, no one at this point has come forward. And according to the sheriff, um, there have been a lot of folks uh, in the area of DeSoto and other counties across uh, Florida that have been impersonating uh, sheriffs or police. Wow. Well, you know, I've been hearing more about, police impersonators, even though this guy is not a cop. Yeah, he was definitely, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with having booty patrol on your car, but the red and white lights, it's like, hey, now you're trying to impersonate a law enforcement officer. You know, you can't you can't do that, you know. The booty patrol uh, reminds me of something that would be on a two-live crew video. It, it, it def, it, 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 I could see all four of those guys from two-live crew in a car. Like, you know, like, yeah, like with everything. with an old Suzuki Samurai with, with no top and the four of them in the Suzuki Samurai just Jumping driving around, around booty, booty patrolling. Yeah, right, right. Down like at some Miami Beach shaking their fist and dancing in the, in the Samurai Jeep. Well, well, that's that's just awesome, a booty patrol, because when he kept saying that, I got it. But I'm like, what exactly is he doing here? He's patrolling for booty, <laughs> He's man. patrolling for when booty. When he sees it, he flicks the lights on, and the sirens go off. And wow. that's what got him in trouble. Maybe he didn't have those lights on. He could have still been patrolling booty. Amazing. Amazing. Well... <laughs> Well, that's uh, that, that'll that'll wrap up Florida news, I guess. It's always fun. It's always it's always wacky, and uh, we'll we'll have more of that. Definitely. If, if this show doesn't have OH10 or Florida news in it, it ain't a good right. Show. Which you've done today, right? Yeah. You've done you've done I OH10 news and you guys up to date on as many Florida news, right. OH10 and Florida news as possible because yes. I'm always on a look. And if you all find out any other news for OH10 or any yeah, other let us things, know. 
Well, Send it to me. Pirate will research it. If, I'll we, if we like it, if we like it, if we find it's a little legit, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. Research it. I'll get it out on the on my uh, segment. Yeah, exactly. Seventh Circuit says AR-15 not protected under the Second Amendment for Illinois. So what happened here was the um, the state of Illinois decided to do a so-called assault weapons ban. And uh, the other day, a three-judge panel for the United States Court of Appeals, so the appellate court, that's the middle ground court on the federal government, um, did a two-to-one uh, overturn on an injunction against the Illinois ass- assault weapons ban. The panel declared that the AR-15s are not protected by the Second Amendment in overturning the preliminary injunction win in Barnett versus Raul or whatever like that. And uh, notably, the majority was of conservative um, judges. Now, um, they, they say that the Second Amendment is not unlimited, which gives them the right to do this, and yet the Second Amendment is pretty clear where it says the right to bear arms um, shall not infringe. But they argue that the AR-15 is too similar to an M-16, and they classify it as a machine gun, And as you know, back in the 20s or 30s, the federal government did do a nationwide ban on machine guns. Well, here's where we're going to get into this, because there is all kind of contradiction going on right here. Let let, let, let me go ahead and educate people a little bit on this right now. First of all, the AR-15 is not an M16, okay? It it, it, It looks like it, but it is not. Um, it does sometimes fire different kind of rounds, but the difference between an M16 and an AR-15 is an AR-15 is a semi-auto. So for every pull, a bullet goes out. The M16, and that's called single fire. The M16 has that same on the selector switch. The difference is, is that if you flip it up on one more time, the M16 has what's called a three-round burst. At one time, it was fully automatic. So even our Marines and the Army and the rest of the branches who use an M16 does not have fully automatic, even in our own military, okay, three-round burst. And you can still empty the mag or the clip, as the gangsters like to say, and I don't get bad out of shape of calling a clip. If you want to call it a clip, call it a clip. Why the hell do they call it that? It it sounds funny, because it was a clip at one time. I can tell you about that here in a minute, too. It actually was called a clip. I'll I'll tell you about that in, in in a second. But... The thing is, is here's where all this contradiction comes in, okay? The state of Illinois um, actually has, like many states, they have their own state constitution where they said the right to bear arms shall not be infringed. So now they're contradicting themselves with this ruling because these federal judges are telling the state, you have a right to, to ban that. They are not actually wrong in some ways, which is going to piss off probably some of my conservative friends. Believe it or not, the state can do a ban on certain weapons if they want. It's the federal government that can't do any kind of bans. And that's where it's gotten so muddy now, because just like everything that's been happening around here, they don't realize. And and I know AR-15 scares some people. And it's not called an assault rifle, by the way. It means Armalite rifle, okay? doesn't AR does not mean assault rifle. And I know it scares some people, and that's fine. Don't buy one. Don't get one. Don't shoot one. How, however, it's, it's just an, a type of weapon that's demonized right now because, unfortunately, it's been the preferred weapon of mass shooters. And they feel, by banning them in Illinois, that all of a sudden that's going to stop. 
Well, since when did a criminal care about any of these laws? Because I'm talking about the wisdom of the federal constitution, the Illinois constitution, whatever. But they all contradict themselves because the federal government has no authority with a machine gun ban. I completely disagree with that, by the way, because I'm a libertarian. You'll actually have conservatives, believe it or not. You got conservative Republicans pired who will sit there and say, yeah, I think there should be a machine gun ban. They agree with that. So it's not even just like a, a Democrat liberal thing. You have people on the right who agree with that. But they contradict themselves because the, the, the federal constitution and the Illinois constitution, which I looked up, says the right to bear arms shall not be infringed. Yet these judges have ruled we can infringe on you just like about 100 years ago when they banned machine guns. So this is all over the place. And this ain't over, by the way. There's going to be all kind of appeals because they're contradicting themselves. What is it? Where does, where does government stop? Where does it begin? And the challenge with this one is not only are we dealing with federal government, we're dealing with state government. I mean, what do you think about all this, man? Well, first of all, I haven't heard the word machine gun used in a long time. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think, when I think of that, I think, you got a machine gun there, man. A plastic gun. It has like a little drum on the bottom from Toys R Us. Or oh, you're thinking of the mobster. Hey, yeah, we got to put a bullet in ya. Yeah, yeah, like the mobsters. Yeah. Uh, who you think you're talking to? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, that thing is funny. But Yeah, they classified ARs as a machine gun. Basically, I, I, I don't get the point that they have to target one gun because in my eyes, if you're good and you've done your practice with any weapon. Doesn't matter what you use. Shotgun a Henry rifle, a pump rifle, a 45 caliber pistol that has a, a 13 or 14 or 20 round, what you call clip or magazine. Same thing. Yeah. I, I have a, a, uh, a Springfield that holds side by side, nine millimeters. It's it, it can hold up to uh, 19 rounds. And I shot it. It's a nice shooting little weapon. Yeah. And, and, and that's, if you can't pop off and, and if you kept plenty of those magazines or what people call clips in your pocket or on your clip belt, you could probably change out a magazine quite quickly. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter if it's semi-automatic or this is what these politicians don't get. If it's a machine gun, yeah, you've got a longer clip, an extended clip. You have the trigger that can, um, it can, be squeezed at one point and do more than three rounds. Yes, I get it. But the whole thing is, is guns are guns in my eyes. And you know what? They're for defending and hunting. And the irony of this so-called gun ban, even though this is a state of Illinois, we hear every week about how many people are getting shot in Chicago or killed. And guess what? They have some of the strictest gun control in the country. So this gun, this this notion of banning an AR-15 is going to change your shooting and murder rate is just ridiculous. And like I said, they contradict themselves. You can't make it comes down to, in my opinion, and people can again say I'm full of crap. The federal government and the state government has no authority over this particular ruling by saying they can ban it because they're violating their own They're violating two constitutions. They're violating the federal constitution. They're violating the, the state constitution. Now, if, if it wasn't written, and, and this is where you might disagree with me, but if it wasn't written in the state constitution to allow firearms, 
they could get away with this and I would be behind it. I'm, I'm talking about from a strict legal purposes on this. It's not about the emotion of you don't like an AR-15 because mass shooters have been using them lately. I'm just talk, talking legally. And, and when you start putting emotion into it or feelings, where does that stop? Where does it end? You know, it's no different from we've had some talks with some of our liberal friends, which I agree with them on gun control. We have to do background checks here. We have to make sure you're not a criminal. That is a form of gun control. I'm actually kind of for that because I don't want criminals walking into a store and buying a gun. Nothing's stopping them doing trading privately. You can't stop that. I don't care what kind of laws you pass. Absolutely, because, you know, I could say, well, I don't want that 12 gauge anymore. Let me put an ad out somewhere and sell it to Joe Bob. And, you know, Billy Bob shows up. Billy Bob, there you go. His old flapping fender Dodge pickup truck. And, and I'll come. give you 200 bucks for it now. Right. All right, give it to me. Right. And then I sold a gun and it goes under the radar. Well, and here's the thing completely legal in the state of Florida to do a private sale. It is. It is. Other states? No. No. There are other states. I'd have to look into it, but I'm assuming states like New York. Illinois, California, you can't do that. So you're violating the law if you do a private gun sale. And if you want to be a law-abiding citizen, you probably won't do that. But those are the kind of restrictions out there where people argue about all the time. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and argue right now. You're not gonna see any any change in in shooting or murder rates in the state of Illinois by banning this weapon because the last I checked, and, and that's that's the underlying argument. It's a people versus gun problem, where I say it's a people problem, other people say it's a gun problem, but I say the AR-15 never got up or any gun. No gun gets up on its own and starts shooting people. It's the sick bastards behind it that ruin it for law-abiding gun owners like you and, our, you and ourselves are trying to, and I will never stop fighting this because I'm like Charlton Heston. You can take it from my cold, dead hands because I don't do anything wrong never shot anybody. I hope to never shoot anybody. I happen to like some weapons. I'm not a gun freak. We don't even get out to the range only, what, twice a year if we're lucky, you know? So, well, <laughs> we should actually go. A well, lot, we have it on the list. To do things to do. We got it on a list of things to because, do. You know, the more you go, the better you are. And you never know when we need to. And, be and, I, and I still have some it. and I have some rifles that need to get bro um, broken in, too, because last time it wasn't. But by the way, the the I wrote it down. The thing on the clip. It is a legitimate term, um, but it actually comes goes back to World War II. The M1 Garand, which was the um, standard like rifle. It. No, it's it's just it really it literally is a clip that holds eight rounds. And the M1 Garand, you shove your thumb down into the spring, and then you you it's a it's a motion. You gotta you gotta slam it down and then push the action forward so the bolt catches. And then what happens with the M1 Garand after the eighth shot, it'll ping out. And you've seen these in the World War II movies. They're shooting, 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 ping. ping. That's an actual clip. Coming out. That's the clip coming out because it was they a spring-loaded. Pocket and bring another one out. It turned into a magazine when they took that same application with the spring. But this time, you put each individual round in there, and then the magazine does not pop out. The spring doesn't pop out. Even still to this day in the Marines and the Army... We have this little apparatus that, um, and you can buy this in civilian world too. You could buy this apparatus that attaches to the magazine, and then your rounds come in a straight clip, and you take that clip 
and you shove it down into the magazine and it, and it helps with quick loading basically because doing one round at a time, you know, Especially if you're in a firefight. <laughs> you ain't got time for you that. You ain't got time for that crap. Hopefully they are going in there and they have a belt with many magazines on each side. Well, stand- it's heavy, but you got to have them. Well, it's actually not that heavy. Standard issue when I was in, and I'm sure it's changed, you had seven magazines on you. You had one in your rifle. You had six others on your person. And hopefully you never ran, <laughs> you never ran out because well, then after that you're going to be in the middle of a firefight trying to load magazines, well, which takes I, a little longer. I mean, longer. hopefully, too, they had some... If you're in a war field or battlefield, they have a stash of ammo somewhere or yeah. a truck where you can grab more. Well, they do. And and I think the mass. standard Marines, the, at least in the Marines, because I'm more in tune with Marines, of course, is that um, I think they actually carry eight magazines now, eight plus one. So they carry nine. Their their vest allows to hold hold nine. But uh, there's been plenty of firefights where you got to ask your buddy for another mag and because they haven't expended all their ammo yet. So they so you, and you'll hear that in some of these videos, you'll conserve your ammo because even in the middle of a firefight don't just keep they're just blatantly shooting away walls. blasting away yeah right. blasting a wall that no one's getting hit at right you know? right right yeah. exactly well, you save save that for the grenade save that for a bomb save that for an for an for an airstrike you know because you don't want to you don't what, what what good is a uh, what good is a soldier what good is a marine with with no rounds you know so it's about conserving your ammo even in the middle i and i get it you're you know, I've never been in combat. Again, hope to never be, but your adrenaline's rushing. You're going crazy. You know, your buddy just got shot. You're pissed off, but you still got to, you still got to, you know, it, it, it's called rifle discipline or ammo discipline. Well, you never you know when we might have something like that. So that's why it's always good to train with your gun right. and your ammo and right. loading and unloading. Right. And we, and we have that on the list of things to do. We're getting back into golfing. We got to do some boliche, some bowling. I mean, I've been bowling, but getting the whole group together, you know how it is. Everyone's, oh, I got this. Oh, I got that. But well, no, the, the thing about we'll the get guns, it done. Um, you know, I, I my point I want to add is, yeah, they might be saying that, yeah, it's a gun problem. It's if these guns aren't available, mm-hmm. you know, people aren't going to get them in their hands. Um, you know, sometimes too, they say it's a, it's a, you know, access thing, you know, oh, you know, you know, certain age groups shouldn't be too, yeah, too easy. Guns are everywhere. They should raise the age, you know, and, you know, or let's cancel the gun show or, but, but even raising the, even raising the age is such a stupid argument again, too, because I mean, you know, okay, I can't get one legally because I'm only 18, but, uh, they go to the streets. Yeah, they do. The streets are the problem And, and, and it's the people who are the streets, right? Yeah, but I even think, let's go a step further. I, I don't think it's any of that. I mean, it's part of those problems, but I think the whole reason behind this judicial court in Chicago is that these so-called, or what they're categorized as communists, they basically just want to take guns away from everybody in general. Well, remember, two of these judges were Republicans. Well, it doesn't matter. You can be, um, you know, thinking communistic or socialistic by doesn't have to be a political party. You mm-hmm. know, it, it, it's a way of thinking. And, and you know, what they want to do eventually is if they if they can have control, then they they'll take your guns. That's mm-hmm. the only way mm-hmm. because a country without guns and they have total control. They can make the laws they want. They can do this. And it, it it's in the Constitution. The right bear, to bear arms shall not be infringed, and you cannot change this, and and you cannot 
deviate from it by amending it or changing it unless we go to vote. Right. And and, and that's the thing. That's where we got to stand strong. Enough of the emotion, enough of the scary rifle or whatever you want to call it. It's just it it just it you, you know, they don't realize the path we will go down to if we keep restricting not gun control. Gun control is one thing. Restrictions are a whole nother other game. I mean, they're talking about going and suing gun manufacturers now. How how ridiculous is that? Do do are is Anheuser Busch held accountable every time there's a drunk driving incident? No. Is Ford or Chevy held accountable in a no. drunk driving well, incident with a car too fast and it killed people? Right. Let's you know, if them. you didn't allow if you didn't allow that fast car out there, this wouldn't happen. How about suing the bartender? For giving yeah. you too many beers. Gave that man too many Coors Lights last night, and he killed right. a family of four. They, they think this makes society better? No, all you're doing is restricting the masses of citizens when it comes to protecting themselves. Not And then, look at it this way. Keep, keep doing these restrictions. Keep banning certain things. Eventually, what happens to these gun manufacturers? They go out of business. Well, gun manufacturers also provide to the government. Where's the where, where's the gun manufacturer saying, "Hey, we're we're not renewing our contract with you anymore." And guess what happens? They go the federal government goes after them. It's so dirty, man. They don't realize that people are freely and willingly giving up their liberty and freedom because the government knows best. The government will protect you better. And I think it's a scary path to go down. Well, the government can 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 protect all they want, but when it comes down to it, American citizens need to protect themselves from the losers in society that continue. And that's what we do this for. Continually prey on people. Right. Like I said, you don't want to shoot anybody. I don't want to shoot anybody. I have the God. I never have to if shoot. I got to protect my neighbor or my family or my friends. We, well, will, we will do it. I'll do it. And then we'll call the cops. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who's got, I mean, who's got, who's got, get a cell phone signal. Yeah. Who, who's got time? To, well, you call the cops after the fact because average police response to your home nationwide is 22 minutes. You know what can happen in 22 minutes, you know? So, you know, like anything, we'll, we'll keep an eye on thing and see and everything happens. But, uh, to me, this was a terrible, terrible ruling. And, uh, you know what, if, if, if that makes you feel more safe, well, good for you, you know, but, uh, I'm, I, completely disagree with what's going on here. I, I think it's just, it's not even so much corrupt. It's just, you didn't even read your own stuff of what you can do. And then I was going through this article here where you're talking about there, they were arguing about how an AR 15 bullet will disintegrate you. That's <laughs> like, and what world are we talking about? It's not a dang grenade launcher. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's just a, a five, five, six or two, or two, two, three. three. And it's just a, hunting style bullet it's very narrow and pointy and it's a small round yeah it's a small round and it's if you take a 22 a 22 is a lot smaller but you can kill somebody with a 22 and do the same with a 223 or 556 right and the 22 is the most popular round in this country why it's so cheap so cheap and easy i mean i bought a, a box of 50 for 950 at rural king yeah 13 18 cents around i have a a, a pump action 22 i love it i right. go outside every now and then All right pop a few rounds off at some beer cans and i love it man yeah i got my 22 long rifle that looks like an ar-15 but it's not and uh but look at it this way this is where i'll have a little fun with this and i think i talked to you about this the other day on the phone i technically do not own any ar-15s because the ar-15 trademark is owned by Colt, 
Yeah. Okay? I have other manufacturers. So I technically do not have an AR-15s. And the fun I'm having with this is that we live in a world where people are confused about whether they're a man or a woman, a child, a bear, whatever. You, you, somebody wants to identify. I saw some dude in Japan. He identifies as a dog and bought a nice. thousands and thousand dollar costume and, and wolfs, wolfs around. Well, my rifles I identify as BB guns. You know? There you go. Hey, hey, I didn't make the rules. I'm just playing along. So pe people get worried about, oh, he's got AR-15s. I actually don't have any AR-15s. I have no AR-15s. I have a 22 long rifle. I have a POF whatever. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but yeah, well... You know, you got anything else to add to this or, uh, yeah, I know. I th we'll wait and see what happens with this story and update. Like anything. We, yeah. we could do a whole show based on this, but we got, we got other things to move on to. We do. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, Chewbacca-san. Oh, we, we, we do. We got a story for you. Oh, oh, you got Calgon, ancient Chinese secret? No, I got better than secret. I got a story about sumo wrestler. Oh, sumo. Well, you, you didn't know this. Uh, my one uncle, he calls me sumo. Hey. That's, that's one of my other nicknames. When he sees me, he's like, small. And he, he gets down in the deep squat position. And he do that and it, one left foot yeah, up, yeah, one right he just foot up. pound and pound. Does he have the fundoshi going on? Yeah, too? he hasn't gone that far, but he's threatened right, me with right. it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he is my, um, won't drop his name, but he is my uncle, full-blooded Italian guy from Florence, Italy. Oh, but, he's Italian? Yeah, but he immigrated in the States when he was like four or five years old, but speaks perfect Italian, but... So, so take, imagine an Italian guy who immigrated to Brooklyn with a Brooklyn, New York attitude. He's, he's hilarious. He's scary, but he's hilarious. Sounds like <laughs> Joe Pesci or somebody. He's kind of like a Joe Pesci, like a pissed off Joe Pesci, pissed but you love, you love the guy. So, so what do you got here in sumo news here? Well, so these uh, sumo, uh, the Japan Sumo Association of Sumo Wrestlers, they um, now have a... Uh, wrestling um height and weight requirements that have been dropped by their governing body what wait a minute they had a height and weight requirement before yes they did wow i did not know this and yeah. I'm, a, I'm kind of a sumo and fan this is good news for aspiring sumo wrestlers like you chewy okay who are on the shorter side or the weight size that well i got no problem with getting fat i mean i'm already kind of big now but i can so i can you, get you real qualify fat. for the weight okay what do we so, got yeah, so so they, they announced recently that the wrestlers would no longer have to meet this minimum requirement of 5'6". So do you meet that? Yes, I do. I'm 5'6". Okay. And the weight requirement of 147 pounds. I'm at about 250. Well, then you're in. Wow. <laughs> you could be the next Chewbacca Su sumo. But you know it wouldn't be fair because they don't have weight categories in sumo. Can you imagine me <laughs> going don't. up against a 150-pound guy? That guy has no chance. I mean, if he's quick to his feet, I mean, you might, he might. There is might. no quick to the feet. I mean, you're going to use the belly and buck him? The, the, rule, the rules in sumo is either the first person who hits the ground or pushed out of the ring, you lose. So, yeah, you're the winner if you push him out. So being quick on your feet don't mean anything. Well, I mean, he'd scoot around left to right, and you might not get contact with yeah, him. Yeah, but then if he's not contacting me, then the ref will stop the fight. You have to clash. You have to clash. Yes. Yeah, you got to have your hand over his shoulder and his well, hand. Well, it, it can be pushing, pushing. open hand pushing. You can't, you can't, you can't punch. You can't punch or kick. Open hand pushing, and then eventually what happens is that when you, when you get into the clash, you grab the mawashi, which is the belt, which is the fundoshi, 
by the way, if you don't know what I mean, it's the thong. Okay, mm-hmm. but it's it's a very thick material, but it's thick enough where you can grab the belt and you try to manhandle them out of the ring or do like a little judo move and flip them over. Yeah. Well, so they're dropping the height and weight yeah, requirements. And so, um, so they're the wrestlers are called rikishi or rikishi, yep. yeah, or wrestlers, and yep. they they now must um, pass a physical fitness exam. And the rules come to the sport as it's seen a drop in number of sumo wrestler recruits. Oh, that's why they're doing this. Okay. Yeah, because they just don't have a bunch of big fat. Well, the tradition is going. The tra- tra- up, a lot you know? of tradition is going out, not and just you know, in the states and probably, Japan. Yeah, and nowadays probably people are all healthy, and yeah, they probably got Starbucks over there or something. Yeah, you but know, who the hell knows? So, so the big job of the hut guys aren't going to be around anymore. No, nah, everybody's working yeah. out, being Mister Healthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know you had that one. Yeah, well, I, I've, I've been surprising you today. I know, you're yeah, full well, of surprises. Because Jabba the Hutt looked like a sumo, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He's a big-ass son of a bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, um, so this year, only 34 men have applied this year to the Sumo Wrestling Association. Wow. Man, they, the sumo's, like, dropping out in Japan, huh? It's getting to which be a... Is, which is crazy, because here in the States, they have a sumo association now, and it's gained popularity. Even girls are are getting into sumo, and there's some pretty big girls. Luckily, and no offense, I, I don't like to see any fat person in a thong, but the girls are at least wearing bicycle pants underneath the food. Oh, okay, thank God. Yeah, I think the guys probably should, too, huh? <laughs> I mean, I try not to look down. I try to look at their upper well, part. Well, I mean, it's hard to miss a 300-pound ass in your face, and all our TVs are freaking huge these huge days. So if you happen to be flipping the channel around and you come across sumo, you know, you, you might see a big old ass in, in, in your face. <laughs> well, this has been the lowest year ever in 2023. Wow, that's amazing. I, I thought with such, because when I was in Japan in the 90s, man, sumo was huge. It was a tournament every other month. Me and my buddies got together. We gave them our own American names. Um, our, our My friend's girlfriend would translate for us. I know some Japanese, of course, but she's fluent. And uh, we, we'd give these guys their own nicknames because, uh, you know, it was just funny for us. We'd drink beers and watch sumo. Nice. Probably drank the Sapporo, huh? No, we drank we drink, uh, domestic beer. Okay. Because we're on base. Had the Miller Lite and uh, Light. It was Matter of fact, it was Miller Lite. My, my staff sergeant was a Miller Lite guy. He wouldn't drink anything else, so I'd bring Miller Lite over. Damn straight. So they're having a problem with recruiting in yeah. sumo, so they're lowering the height and weight requirements. Yeah, in the 90, 1992, this is the difference in times. Mm-hmm. This is probably about the time you was in the Marines. This I was in Japan in 1992. 160 men applied, and that was the highest year of applicants for competitors that wrestle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but the uh, wrestling, they wrestle each other in a dojo, which is a ring. Dojo. Yeah, dojo. Okay. (laughs) I thought dojo was where the Cobra Kai practiced. Uh, It's still Japanese. Okay. Dojo, dojo, a ring, regardless of the size of difference. And uh, one of the reasons of the decline in sumo wrestlers is Mm. Japan's birth rate has been in decline for years. Oh. And, and, uh, And I guess they don't want to wear a fundoshi. That too, as well as Japan deaths outpace the births and population shrunk by 800,000 this year. I, I, you know, I've been hearing about the declining birth weight problem, but I didn't think it would be affecting sumo. Well, I mean, if their whole cop population is dropping, I mean, obviously it's less, less people. people. But they allow foreigners. I mean, did, did you know that? Did I ever tell you the story behind the, the original you know name of the show, Akebono? 
No. So that means Rising Sun in Japanese. He was a sumo wrestler, and nice. and it means Rising Sun. The 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 the, the wrestler who was named Akebono, his name is Chad Rowan from Hawaii, and he became one. I think he became the first foreigner to win the grand champion, which is the Yokozuna. It's the top ranking. And this guy, this son of a bitch, was huge. He was uh he tipped the scales at five hundred and fifty pounds. Wow. Plus he was tall. He was like six, seven, six, eight. But he became so fluent with Japanese that he said in interviews he started dreaming in Japanese and his pronunciation was damn good. He was pretty good. Well that's pretty damn great. And um, like you said, nineteen ninety two, that was when I was watching. Um so that's that's where the name came from, Akebono. And they live when they join the Japanese Sumo Wrestling Association, they have like standards where they all work out together and live together. Live together. Oh, they yeah. have hairdressing. It's styles. called a stable. Yeah, they have a stable like horses. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. But it's it's legitimate. It's a real thing. They they, they all live together. Trainers. Everybody's there. It's like a uh, it's a lifestyle that they live. Yeah. Yeah. They oh no, it's a total together. total lifestyle. It it is all a together thing. Yeah. They they they. And then they compete against each other as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a cool sport. I, I wish it'd be on TV more here in the States, but, uh, it's on the NHK network. If you ever get the app, you can watch it there for free. Yeah. We, you know, we got with, with English commentary. Oh, Peter Pan would be on there then. <laughs> yeah. So we should, um, one night with the boys, we should have get a together and watch some sumo sumo night, man. Yeah. We that'd be cool. Well, night. Well, and they, they, they wear tradition. You're going to see a fundo she and a big 300-pound ass. I know. Just to warn you. I know. I got to get myself prepared for that. <laughs> yeah, so, all right. This day in history for 11-5. For November 5th. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Here we go. I'm sorry. Here we go. <laughs> so, this day in history, let's go back to some uh, sports. George Foreman. Mm-hmm. On 11-5-1994 was the oldest boxing champ at age 45. Wow, 45 years old. I didn't realize he was that old at the time because I yeah. watched that fight. Yeah, I did too. 94. And he defeated Michael Moore in the 10th round in Las Vegas. Yeah, ni- 1994, huh? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. 31 years ago. Mm-hmm. And also, 11-4-1941, the order was given to bomb Pearl Harbor along with Malaysia the Dutch East Indies and the Philippines. Well, that's when the Japanese were gearing up to attack the Americans. Yes, they were. They Tokyo delivered the order to the fleet commanders that war was being declared on the West. Mm, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Also on this day, 11, five, 1911 American cowboy and actor, and singer Roy Rogers was born. Happy birthday, Roy. Wow, and he's got a drink named after him, too. That's basically, at the bar, it's a cherry Coke. Yes, sir. <laughs> With the real cherry juice. No alcohol, but... Yeah, the rose cherry yeah, juice. I, I, tell, I try to tell the uh, nieces and nephews that, you know, they always get Shirley Temples. I was like, try a Roy Rogers, and most people don't know what that is. And I tell them, it's just cherry Coke, but it's a damn good it's cherry Coke. homemade cherry Coke. Well, because it's the real cherry juice. Yes, yeah, yeah. they use that roses usually. Yeah, yep. Yeah, so here's another day in history, 11-5-1940. Franklin Roosevelt was elected to an unprecedented third term as president of the United States of America. Wow, went on his third term. Finished yeah. four terms, died in his four terms. 
And because of him, a constitutional amendment was passed to put term limits on the president. We definitely needed that. Well, and we can go down that rabbit hole. I won't, but the guy practically turned himself into a king. He did. Yep. But we we will, we'll skip that for another time. Yep. 11, five, 1959, Brian Adams, Canadian rocker, singer, and songwriter. Yeah, the summer of 69. Yeah, and Cuts Like a Knife and all that good stuff. He had stuff. a lot of good. You know, I like Robin Brian Adams. Uh, theme to Robin Hood. It was pop rock stuff, but yeah. you know what? I liked I, I liked his music. I still like his yeah, music. I like, I like the Cuts Like it's, a Knife. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. the... Uh, I like Runaway. Summer of 60. Yeah, Runaway. Yeah. yeah. 64 years old today, Chewy. Nice. Good for him, man. Yes, sir. God bless him. Yep. So next week we'll have some more... This day in history. Yeah, and then I got a follow-up since we won't have the show on the exact day. On November 10th, my beloved Marine Corps turns 248 years old. Yeah, oh yeah, another applause. Here we go. And, and here's here's some history for you, Pirates, since we were talking about this in the, uh, the, the show prep. Um, the Marine Corps, a lot of people don't know this, the Marine Corps was started in a bar. Yes, it was. And it was called Tun Tavern. It's in Philadelphia. Really? Yeah, unfortunately, the building is no longer there because an interstate is there now, but it was an old wooden shack back in the day. Yeah, but it probably the, wouldn't have lasted that long anyways. Yeah, yeah. But the, uh, the the joke in the Marine Corps to this day is it figured a bunch of drunks would get together and start a Marine Corps. But the uh, out of all the branches of service, the Marines are are the most proud when it comes to the birth. And uh, just and 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 the Navy, the Navy and the Army do get to participate this in a way if they want to, but they don't. Our three major branches of service started before our country was started. So hear, hear that again? November 10th, 1775. Well, what happened on July 4th, 1776? We became America, right? Declaration of independence from England. From the Brits. So, yes. Yeah, so our, our army... Our Navy and the Marine Corps all started before our country was even formed. And they were actually called the Continental Marines at first. I remember that, yes. Yes, and they were disbanded for a while, um, which is crazy. But eventually they came back. So so they came back as the United States Marines, but the Marines still identify November 10th, 1775 as the birth of our Corps. And every year the Marines get together for a big ball. And when I mean a ball, I'm talking Cinderella ball, Alice in Wonderland, whatever you want to call it, chandeliers. Um, everyone wears a dress blues. The, the, the CO of your unit will do a speech. And then the oldest and youngest Marine will cut the cake. Cake starts getting passed around. Seven course dinner. Um, sometimes really good. Sometimes eh. And then... The drinking follows through. <laughs> what else would you expect from Marines? Because you're not allowed to do drugs in the Marine Corps, by the way. There is no marijuana. There is no cocaine. You better not be doing that because you're going to get your ass kicked out. But Marines can pound some beers, man, or whiskey, you know, whatever your preferred choice is. I don't even think you have to pay. Or maybe you do. I don't remember. I pretty much... Uh, Open bar, huh? Yeah, with the exception of one ball, um, because I was driving, actually my last Marine Corps ball in 1995, because I was driving, and it was a good hour drive from base. It's not always on base. We uh, we had some uh, place down in San Diego that we had to drive to, my uh, my, my, my buddy and I. Um, we, we went together. Um, we were dates, kind of cute. But uh, I had... A, I had another friend of mine we met up with in the same unit and, um, and, and had, a, had, a had a great time. Um, like I said, I kept it sober. 
but it was still a, a memorable Marine Corps ball, a good time. I got some pictures with my CEO. I got pictures with my Sergeant Major. Dude, he had a freaking stack of medals. I had five. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, no, it's always, a, that's always a big deal. So yeah. So since we won't be doing the show on November 10th, I had to put a shout out to, was, to my uh, beloved core. Was uh gunny highway there? Uh, I wish he was there. That would have yeah. been awesome, man. And a medal, 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 medal of honor winner and all that. They right. I asked him, they would have said, gunny, what's your take on this situation? <laughs> it's a cluster of fuck, <laughs> you know, but even, even like captain Jack Sparrow, you know, a lot of rum, a lot, you know, a lot of spirits who, yes. you know, who knows? 216 barrels of rum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, that'll conclude this day in history. <laughs> The Israel-Palestine conflict. Oh man, pirate! What do you what do you think about what's going on over there, man? I just uh, I think it's sad on all fronts. Well, actually, um, it is a sad situation, but it's not really surprising. I mean, these folks have been at each other's throats for many, many thousands of years, and. It's just they live so close together. It's just uh, it was bound to happen again. Well, the, the the thing is with that area called the Holy Land, which my sister says unholy land or murder land. And she's right, because the Christians, the Muslims, the Jews have been killing each other for hundreds of years. Thousands of years, not hundreds. Thousands of years. Well, the, the yeah. And, it goes and back to the B.C. times. Exactly. Exactly. And we're not talking B.C. headache powder, but. What, what, what it comes to now is like, believe it or not, there actually are Jews and Muslims and Christians who live in harmony, and that's in Jerusalem, okay? Sure. They, they have work. I mean, there are people that can get along. Right, yeah. They, there's work visas. There are people that come and go. They're, they're Muslims. They, they come to work. They commute. They go back to Gaza. They go back to, um, they go back to the West Bank area. You know, those, those people are cool. It's this Hamas thing, which started shooting all those rockets on October 7th and, and then kidnapping and murdering and burning babies. I think that's where you cross the line. And what people seem to have a hard time accepting around here is that Palestine is a people. Hamas is Palestine, but Hamas are the terrorists. Yes. And too many people are confusing that in this country and a lot of anti-Semitism is happening around this country, which is happening around the world, being anti-Jew. That ain't, that ain't right, because I'm not anti-Palestine. I'm no. anti-Hamas. Yeah, I'm anti-just terrorism, terrorism in general. Right. I, I mean, I don't care. There's a lot of different organizations in the Middle East. Yeah, There's, but, but you've, had, you've had... You're a terrorist, and you're, you're bringing terror to right. the average public, then we've got a problem right. with you. But you have college students in this country ripping down posters of Jews who were kidnapped. What are they thinking? And it turns into anti-Semitic again, anti-Jew. You can be pro-Palestine and you can be pro-Jewish but now it's turned into the Jews are the devil and, and Palestine are terrorists. And there are distinctions that people don't understand about. And what scares me is that our country now is going to commit $45 billion what it is to Israel. I say to myself, why? Why are we getting involved? They are our buddies. 
okay, they are our allies, but they got a pretty kick-ass military. And a friend of mine pointed out this earlier. Is the Israeli government paying us $45 million for these weapons? No. We, as a country, are committing to that and given, not even giving them the money, giving these defense contractors the money to send more weapons over there to fight this war, which scares me because we are involved again through proxy. We're already involved through proxy through Ukraine. We got two aircraft carrier groups parked off the coast of Israel, along with the Marine Expeditionary Unit of 2,500 hard-charging Marines who will kick your ass as soon as they get the go. But i rather them stay on the ship and be contained because once you unleash the Marines, man, all hell breaks loose because that's what Marines do best. They cause chaos. And an aircraft carrier group ain't no small, small feat either. 90-plus military aircraft, most of them fighters, along with cruisers, um, no more battleships. People still see a battleship, but cruisers, missile cruisers, guided missile destroyers, submarines that can shoot Tomahawk missiles. Crazy, dude. And it's something like 25 to 30 naval ships we got off the coast for just in case. And I'm like, why? Why? And then I don't know if you knew this or not. We had this big pro-Palestine march in D.C. the other day. They think over 100,000 people showed up. All for what? And they were chanting all kind of nasty stuff against the Jews because they want the eradication of Israel. And I'm like, no, there are people that can live in harmony there. Why can't you live in harmony? But they don't see it that way. Well, the problem is since, since the days of old, the Jews have always been looked down. Look at the Romans. Looked down upon. They, they tried to get rid of them. They, mm-hmm. they, they, they had... Or suppressed them. They had crusades, the Romans. They came into the Israel areas. So it was called different areas then, like... All in the name of Christianity. I think it was called, like, Judea or something back in those days. But, yeah, they had crusades where they the, came in. And the Brits did it, too? The Brits got rid of... Tried to get if rid of If you ain't Christian, we're killing you. Yeah. And, and all this in the name of religion and... The problem is the rest of the world doesn't think like us. They don't think freedom of religion. Um, what ha- whatever happened, I, I, and I guess that's the difference in culture. We have live and let be. At least we should. Have, mo- mo- for the most part, we do. We, we have live and let be. You, you can practice whatever religion. You can go worship Satan in this country. I don't care. You know, but over there. People that do that. Right. But over there, it's my way or the highway, and that's it. But it's a, we're dealing with several things here. It's, we're dealing with a thousands of years old problem. We're dealing with the rest of the world views this, the Jews as bad, bad karma, bad things, bad people, bad people. And then we're view. We also have countries that are not up to par. They're still third world over there. Mm-hmm. And I believe Israel, Palestine, um, or the Gaza, uh, Lebanon, all of those places over there, they they are just a step away from get back on the camel. It is still third <laughs> world over there. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm trying to be blunt here. I yeah, mean, no, no, no. They're not like we are here in the United States. That's the way you put it. Yeah, your, your your way of explaining things. I just they always humor me. I'm not disagreeing with thing at all. I'm not picking and, on and you. You know that. I but see uh, these images, and I'm looking at it's just all apartment buildings and all government housing or American built buildings, which we probably built years ago, and it's all third world. And they just, who knows what kind of uh, indoctrination is going on over there. Why? Because it it just seems like it's the same. 
And that's what I'm saying. It never seems to end. It keeps going in this broken circle. With these son of a and, and, and I can tell you, at least currently, because I want to stick with current. I don't care about this. Who started this? You started this. You started this. October 7th is when this started, when they lobbed, launched thousands of missiles into Israel. And I have not heard a single talking head yet of what caused this. What caused Hamas to say that's it. We're going to attack the Jews. Well, apparently they said the head of the snake, which is Iran, they they, they, uh, they backed them up on it. That's that's facts. They planned it with one of the head folks from Hamas. And these guys. I like how you call them Hamas. That's who they are. Hamas. A bunch of asses, right? They are Hamas. Hamas. They are Hamas. <laughs> And, and the thing is, is they've they've been planning this for probably a while. This type of shit doesn't go down overnight. I mean, hell, they had hang glider guys come in and go attack people at a they music festival. Went to to Fort Myers, practice hang gliding, and then came back to the Par- paragliders. That's what I'm saying. You yeah, know, what I know what you mean, but you know, just to correct, because I some mean, somebody who somebody who wants to be critical. The, the, the irony of all this is that they've had plenty of time to practice all this hang gliding, plenty of time to stash the amount of missiles and weapons. Well, here, here's the thing, though. I'm, 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 I want to talk about the people in our country who are being pro-Palestine, which is okay. But they're being jerks to the Jewish people. They're harassing them, a lot of, and a they lot want to eradicate. Like, like, and I tell you, what goes around comes around, and, and that's what I'm talking about, all this circle stuff. A lot of these Ivy League colleges with these college kids who are being anti-Semitic, Big donors are threatened to pull their donations at Harvard and Yale and all these big colleges because you're supposed to be smarter than this. You're supposed to look at both sides of things, not just one. It's a representation of our society. It's our education system. And if these people pull out, all I have to say is do it. Yeah, but the, the thing do is, but the thing is, is they're crumble. just they're just, right. And they're just being nasty about this. I mean, they went they went as far as the White House yesterday, dude, and they were at the fence line and they were throwing objects at the Secret Service agent oh, because no. now they're pissed off at bro- Joe Biden over this. And it's just like, well, Joe Biden, you know, I'm not a fan of him, but what, what, you know, what did he do? What he di- did he not do? And they argue because we back up Israel that he's responsible for this. But it's almost like it's, it's almost, you know, it, it, you know, they I mean, what is what is the point of throwing objects at a security guard who could light you up if they wanted to you know well it sounds like let's back up 50 years back when the vietnam war was going on they had all these a protest protests and hippies and all these people that didn't like the your baby killers in vietnam and all this well and there was a lot of protesting going on in dc and and they didn't like guys were coming back as army men retired you know like what the heck is going on here and and they were getting spit on and ridiculed as they come back and walk the streets yeah and 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 military was looked down upon and you know obviously i i don't agree why we were over there but of course we were trying to fight the don't treat our troops like that we were trying to fight communism of course and you know and 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 the thing is is the united states does step in to be a police to uh i think i think we do it too much well we do do it a lot and of course we we our, our our country also takes a sacrifice by supplying our troops supplying our ships our airplanes and tax dollars are going to all that and and to fund all that and our economy you know they're they're sugarcoating things it's not as good as it looks you know but but they but, but they they think by being 
a mob, they think by being violent that that is going to achieve things. And I argue it doesn't. I no. think I think it makes it worse. I mean, it's kind of like when uh, remember years ago, and you know Howard Dean, you know we're you know we're gonna go to this state and that state, and we're gonna you know we're gonna take back the White House, you know, and yeah, it's, uh, yeah exactly. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I saved that one for you. We are all serious, and we still are serious. But Pirates been asking for that sound oh, tone forever. Here, that, here we go, Howard Dean. Yes, <laughs> there we go. But th that's the thing. But no, get back. But get, let's get serious again, like the Hodge twins say. Let's, let's get serious here. You know, yeah. But um, no, like like they people in our country, pirate says Israel has no right to exist. Who the hell are they? You know, because it is this mentality of indoctrination or this. But they don't woke. see the whole picture. It's this woke thinking, like they're put it into the context of, of uh, like the the Muslim people are on their side, and it's kind of like the black white thing. But, but, but look at it this way, okay? It's, Jews I, get out. Okay, let, let's just say that. Let's say Israel just says, "Okay, we'll leave." Where do they go? Because. There is no more land being bought on this country. Well, There's no more land being explored. All, all, all we do at this point is conquer, and we have for centuries now. But there really is, it's not going to happen, is my point. But it's like, where do they go? It's like you're not thinking beyond your own thing because they believe the Palestinians belong there. Whereas there's strong arguments of the Israelis. There's strong arguments of Christians I mean, belong there. The place for them would it be to find some island somewhere. There is in, no island in the Mediterranean. There's nothing. Something. There's That's nothing. That's the problem. Yeah. We, all the land in this country I mean, now has land, been explored. Maybe, or, or, or Greenland. <laughs> if somebody's willing to take them, yeah, right? Yeah, take them to Greenland. Half of Greenland is. Uh, well, one, one of our one of our uh, esteemed friends. We won't mention his name, uh, of course, but uh, he he showed a map of of uh, West Texas would be good enough for the Jews. There's enough land out there that's unoccupied, but sure. but still, it's not going to happen, man. I mean, because because the Muslims. The Christians, the Jews, all have a claim to that land, and I, I kind of, I kind of see them all. You know, I'm, I'm not like well, the problem trying to take a side here, but they, you know, they all live in a subdivision out there. Everybody's all two inches away, like some of these subdivisions. They're all right on each other, like they are here in Fishhawk or or in Wesley Chapel. You know, yeah. they're all up on top of each other. Yeah, and when you live in that type of situation, you gotta gotta get along with people, and 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 you know. The fact that we're still living in the 1500s here in the Middle East and no one can, everybody, I mean, I understand religion. I mean, some of you all might be listening are very serious about religion, but damn, it's religion. I mean, take it serious, but you don't have to take it that serious. Well, don't do we're no going to war. Do, do no harm. Yeah. That, I mean, it's all it comes down to. Do no harm. To be, no matter if you're Buddhist, Catholic, Baptist, Methodist, Muslim, um, you know, atheist, well, well, Buddhism is interesting because when's the last time you heard any Buddhists doing any conquering? Well, usually them Buddhist monks are pretty good. They they're they're there, good to go. They make wear good... the brown robe and they they walk around with a bald head and they're yeah. Happy. And the European monks who were there who were the versions of the Buddhists they made beer. Yeah, the, the, the and copied Belgian Bibles. Monks. They were Belgian monks. Yeah, they yeah. copied Bibles and made beer. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I mean, it sounds doesn't sound like too bad of a life, but I yeah. Mean, the thing is, is it's just it's, it's crazy, just, dude. It's, it's just nuts. Extremism. And that's what we're fighting. And there's a lot deeper things happening here than what we're seeing. 
Yeah. Well, it, there there is a lot. It's a lot deeper than what we're seeing in the, in the news. Yeah. Well, I think that'll get to the uh, end of our show here. You know, we 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 talked we talked a lot. Um, you know, there there could be an Easter egg after this. I'm not even going to bring it up anymore because those of you who do listen know 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 some of the formatting of the show. And hey, check out the Fort and Snow the show notes anyways. But uh, actually, this time of year we should call it a stocking stuffer. <laughs> there you go, a stocking stuffer. It's a yeah, bonus. But uh, yeah, the, the the song of the week I picked is right now from Van Halen. This is from their 1991 record for Sammy. unlawful car- carnal knowledge. Well, Sammy's the lead singer, but this was a van halen song and it was the reason why i picked this song is twofold we we got to hear this live just a couple weeks ago and i i think this song is a good indicator of truly live life to the fullest because you know and and i know it's a cliche thing to be like oh you know you never know what's going to happen tomorrow or you know blah 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 but it's true you you gotta live for now it's okay to plan some things for the future like we do i'm not i'm not saying don't plan for the future but what really matters is right now, because as, as I told you in show prep, a, a meteor could fall in this house and then you and I are done, man, you know, and we're, we're, we're over with, and, uh, you, your and I problems are over. It's everybody else. that's going to be mourning us. I feel bad for you. So it's really about live right now. So, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap up the show. And uh, remember, you can uh, download us on akibonoradio.com and send us an email, akibonoradio at gmail.com. And uh, we, will, we will be talking to you guys soon. And pass along the show podcast, the Pirate and Chewy podcast, to any of your friends. Look, if you all pass it to 10 friends and they pass it to 10 friends, we'll have all kinds of listeners and the show will just keep on going and going. And that's what we want. Sounds awesome to me. Yeah, so you all enjoy the week. We'll see you again soon.
think of that song pirate right now that that uh we heard live i and love that song we played it the other night at the bonfire here out at my place and yeah man we we played a bunch of halen songs and um talk about living in the now though right well sammy hagar he just knows how to write songs that really have a meaning and Look, i love 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 van halen probably one of my favorite rock bands of all time i'm not gonna say my number one but up there and uh, they're da- up there with me da- diamond dave kick ass but Sammy, you have to admit, they were a different sounding band with Sammy. Yeah, they had a little M- music musically. Musically, I think they were better. Well, and his voice has that little grainy sound, like rocking, screaming sound. I kind that's of what like it is. It. He's almost like this screaming kind of sound. And Dave, Dave was Dave was more of the show performer. Yeah, he was a performer. He liked to dance and jump Those around, kicks, kicks, all that. Yeah, he was amazing. in good shape, man. He was a big. Yeah. He was a big Japanese guy. He liked a lot of. He spoke some Japanese, and he liked the samurai and all that. Yeah. But, uh, but anyways, uh, so the the after show today, what we're really going to talk about, we'll, we'll always opine on the song of the week, of well, course. Here's but what I'm uh, doing. here's what the after. Yeah, here, here really yeah, about. you go, you go, you go ahead and explain. I don't have to introduce. So this. I re- we're in the. Um, the, in the, the, the uh, chewy studio we were in the aki bonus in the millennium falcon and i was sitting in the green room here and i um i went over to the, <laughs> the uh, <green> room. <laughs> he's got a budweiser beer fridge beer fridge in the green room and i i said hey i ran out of coors light today because i normally drink coors light in studio or miller light yes and um and you're kind of particular with your beer too yeah yeah you know i'll change it up and i like roll rock and all that we've talked about beers before on the show yeah and yeah, you know yeah. beers are one of our greatest beverages that we like and um well beer is proof that god loves us and wants us to be happy so ben i Franklin. looked at chewy's little inventory and he's got a lot of this foo-foo stuff that i never had <laughs> and i said you know sam adams Oktoberfest. what's this all about chewy yeah and he says Oh, you need to try it. It's probably one of the best beers. My favorite beers well, ever. It, it is absolutely. People know this about me. It is my favorite beer of all time. Number one, hands down. So when somebody says that, I've got to find out what the hell they're talking about. Or you know? you're skeptical. Yeah, because you know some people just talk a lot of shit. You know, right, right, right. And I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. This shit sucks. You know. <laughs> but I actually, this is the first time I ever drank it. You know, and I'm up to trying new things. You know. Mm-hmm. And you know, here's the problem with beers: you can't try them all. No. There's no, just too many. Too many. You, you shouldn't try them all. You know, but, there, there's a lot of beers, but Samuel Adams makes a lot of them. But this is a good beer. Oktoberfest. It's seasonal. It says hearty and smooth, and that's what it is. And it's got a very, very good uh, tarty flavor in the beginning and a smooth cinnamon finish at the end. And um, Well, it's it, like what you said earlier. It's a sipping beer. It is a sipping You're not going to get trashed You're on not going to chug this. I mean, you can. I mean, you could. This this, this is definitely. I wouldn't, though. I never have. Um, yeah, I, I, I got introduced to that in 1996 um, by an old friend, mutual friend of ours. Again, not doing the name drop. I, I'll tell you on, on the show later. 
And I was very skeptical. They were OH-10ers, let's just say that. They were. um, But as far as my domestic beer, I love Sam Adams because they were microbrew before it was cool. this was a microbrew. And and they're still considered a microbrew. All their beer still comes out of Boston, Massachusetts at their one location. And that that is from Boston. From Boston. But that's only a seasonal beer. And thank God it is because I would drink that year round. So in a way missing things is a good thing too i'm glad it only comes out once a year that's why i bought that 12 pack down there that 24 pack because guess what it's already gone the sam adams winter lager is now um on the shelf the Oktoberfest has um already been pulled but uh talk about a good tasting beer man yeah, this is um yeah we 5.9 percent alcohol that's, that's not bad that's average yeah I, I, yeah you asked that earlier i'm glad you looked it up because i i, I had no idea what the alcohol yeah, it's, content it's got was a caramel flavor to it caramel malt but not sweet it no. just a hint just a hint of it right and that's what gives it its color mm-hmm. and um it's a pretty damn good beer I, you know what I could probably pick up a six pack of this and say I can drink it. Well, guess time. what? Next year, buddy, uh, you know, I, 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 now that I know you like this, because when I come over, I, I, I try not to show up always empty handed because Pirate leads out the red carpet every time, especially with his wife's cooking. I, I know next time I can bring Sam Adams Oktoberfest and you'll drink it and like it. I mean, it's nothing I'm going to hate. I definitely would drink it. I want to turn it down. Yeah. And it's probably something I need to have a few of them to really dig it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we have the dark side. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, we we don't drink. We don't. Hey, between you and me, we don't drink no shitty beers around here. You know. No, no. And Sam Adams happens to be in the upper tier for me because they. What I like about Sam Adams beers, no matter which one you drink, such full flavor. Like if you had the Sam Adams Boston Lager Pirate, which is available all year round, you'd be like. Man, that's pretty good. It's got a it's got a little flavor to it. Lager before it's just it's um, a little it's a little strong. It's a little bit. It's like a double bud heavy. Right. Well, the ch- check it out. The go ahead and look up the Sam Adams Winter Lager because that's out now. That actually has hints of cinnamon in it too. And I tell you what, I'll I'll buy a six pack next time I come over, and uh, we'll see we'll see if you like it because I do like the. I do like the Sam Adams Winter Lager, man. That's that's another good hit of beer that they have out, and it, and it feels like a winter beer. You know, you find it yet? Yeah, they're talking about it right now. What you um, got it? And um, well, they're trying to ask me if I'm 21 here, so give me a second. Oh, uh, oh, you're going to the official yeah, site? Going to this, yeah. So they <laughs> they've got a picture of it here. It looks pretty good. They got a nice little lager glass. Yeah, it's yeah. got a good brown flavor. It's got cinnamon and orange peel. Okay. And again, not sweet, just hints. So every Sam Adams beer strong on that one. Okay, a little lower than Oktoberfest. Yeah, yeah. but either way, good beers, man. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. I'm gonna turn you into a Sam Adams fan. I know I won't bring over the Boston Lager. You don't like it. I'll remember that. But these uh, seasonal beers, good to go, man. Yeah, and, I'm not bad with this this one here. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna promise right. everybody here that I'm gonna become a right. So Sam winter lager is out now, and here's here's where I'm a fan. Winter lager is out now. After this, it's called Cold Snap, and it's the beer between winter and spring. And I can't tell you what it is, but I like it, you know. I've seen that one before. They've got a lot of these different beers. They do They do Cold Snap. They do Summer Ale. They do Oktoberfest. They do Winter Lager. And then the ones that are a little more year uh, limited year-round is, um, is a Cherry Wheat. It actually has a hint of cherry to it 
excellent. You only can get that at like ABC or Total Wine. You'll never find that at uh, at Publix or any of the grocery stores. Or Dixie. Right. The one the one I like. I wish they'd put out more. Their Sam Adams Light. If you're looking to do the more of the chugging style beer, their light beer does not taste like light beer. It's an awesome light beer. I mean, it's amazing. Kind of like the Yingling Flight. Yingling flight like does Yingling. Yingling flight does not taste like light beer. I like the regular Yingling as well. Oh, here's, oh, here's, of here's, course. Here's the thing about the regular Yingling, and here's the thing about this Sam Adams. Probably the reason why I'm liking it because it's not in the draft. Right, it's not in the draft. Yeah, yeah. Well, if I had it in the draft, it would taste different. Well, either way, I'm I'm happy that I I I, I got you to try a well, Sam. I'm Adams. liking the bottle. It's almost kind of like yeah, you know it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, good old, good old, good old Java soundtrack there. Well, so, if you bring it over, bring it in the bottle, so I'll drink it. It's always in the bottle. Well, they just a few years ago started doing cans, which I thought was a little weird for Sam Adams. I, I'll still drink it in the cans, but if we're gonna drink some beers, I prefer a bottle. Well, you know why they're bringing the cans? Well, for tailgating Golf, and golfing, and golfing. Yeah, because people request people for the longest time they didn't have it in cans. Well, it was all bottles. bottles out on the golf course. Well, we're not supposed to bring beer, anyways. So yeah, but I mean, it's it happens. Yeah, it it happens. Yeah. So. All right, I think that's good enough for the after. Yeah, well, show. we're we'll be um, we're we're flipping a coin for next week's show. So um, maybe or maybe not. Maybe or maybe not. We've got some golfing to do. We have a golf Sunday so far. Nine people are committed. We we'll see if they all show up. We'll my, see my, if my, the scopes are out. Like yeah, I don't. Know. I don't believe all nine people will show up. But uh, yeah, we'll yeah. see. All right, we'll talk to y'all later. You see got ya. it.